What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Let's go around three. We are back. We are back. We are back. It is Thursday, August the 4th, and we are back. I want to welcome everyone into the Football Fanatic Podcast, episode number two, and we have got a packed show today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on this journey. I will be your guide. My name is Troy, and uh, we're going to preview the AFC North today. On Monday's episode, we did the NFC North, so today it's only natural if we preview the AFC North. And after that, I'm going to give you my rankings of the top 32 starting running backs. So that means one per team. Yes, there are better running backs than those that are on the list, but we are going by starting running backs, RB1s, if you will. Thank you again for joining us today. As always, you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeart, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find this podcast. And we are going to jump right on into it with our AFC North preview, starting with the Baltimore Ravens. Quarterback Lamar Jackson, defensive back Marlon Humphreys, uh, no S at the end of that. Tight end Mark Andrews, uh, best kicker in football Justin Tucker, and running back J.K. Dobbins. Key rookies for the Ravens this year, safety Kyle Hamilton. Key additions for the Ravens this year, safety Marcus Williams. So they're trying to shore up their secondary uh, bounce back candidate I have for the Ravens is running back J.K. Dobbins. He tore his ACL in the final preseason game of last season, did not get to play a meaningful snap in 2021, uh, but that's going to be different for him this year. He is going to have a bounce back season, and he's going to be very, very, very good for the Ravens out of the backfield. I have the Ravens getting wins over the Jets, Dolphins, Patriots, Giants, Browns, Panthers, Jaguars, Steelers, and Falcons. And I have them taking some L's against the Bills, Bengals, Browns, Bucks, Saints, and Broncos. Yeah, uh, all in all, Ravens are led by an overrated quarterback, as you saw if you listened to Monday's episode where I had him ranked on my top 32 starting quarterbacks. He's not a good throwing quarterback, and he's not a quarterback that you want to have if you are playing from behind. And uh, some some of the teams that the Ravens will be playing this year, they will be playing from behind. They will still have an over 500 record, but they're not going to do anything in the playoffs as usual because, again, their quarterback is not a good Uh, winning of meaningful football games quarterback. That brings us to the Cleveland Browns. Speaking of winning of meaningful football games, um, quarterback with an asterisk, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Other quarterback with an asterisk, uh, Jacoby Brissett. Running back, Nick Chubb. Wide receiver, Amari Cooper. Uh, Wide receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Tight end, David Njoku. Defensive end, Miles Garrett. And defensive end, Jadavian Clowney. Key rookie for the Browns will be uh, another defensive end, Isaiah Thomas. And key additions for the Browns were Josh Dobbs and Josh Rosen because uh, those guys will probably be moving up in the depth chart um, at least for the first six games, probably more with the, the Deshaun Watson suspension and all of that going on and whatnot which is why I had two quarterbacks listed for them. Um, Jacoby Brissett is garbage, so Josh Dobbs might actually get some starting time. Uh, Breakout candidate for the Browns will be Donovan Peoples-Jones. He is now wide receiver number two 
for the Browns now that uh, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. are gone, gone, gone. Um, so Donovan's Peoples-Jones, he's going to have a really good season as WR2. Even though his quarterback may be garbage, uh, he'll still have a pretty good season. He's not going to be running the, the wide receiver one routes like Amari Cooper is going to be uh, for the Browns. He'll be running, you know, the slants, crosses, curls, so on and so forth, out routes, in routes, up routes, down routes. And uh, he should still get some good targets at the wide receiver two role. I've got the Browns with an asterisk taking wins over the Jets, Steelers, Falcons, Ravens, Dolphins, Texans, and Commanders. Of course, all of that is dependent on Deshaun Watson actually coming back after game six. I have them taking losses, again, with an asterisk uh, against the Panthers, Steelers, Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals, Bills, Bucks, and Saints. Um, I, I, I looked at the schedule, and I took at face value the six-game suspension, and that's basically how I came up with their wins and losses. So this is, of course, dependent upon Deshaun Watson coming back after game six, which I, I understand that that's probably going to change, but right now that is what we are looking at. Brings us to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Quarterback Mitchell Trubisky, running back Najee Harris, wide receiver Chase Claypool, defensive end Cameron Hayward, linebacker TJ Watt, and free safety Minka Fitzpatrick. Key rookies for the Steelers, Kenny Pickett, of course. He will most likely take over the starting QB role at some point in the season if he doesn't come out the shoot as the starting QB. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, again, another garbage quarterback. And uh, Kenny Pickett is their QB of the future. So we'll just have to wait and see when he is named the starter. Key additions for the Steelers linebacker, Miles Jack. Breakout candidate, Alex Highsmith, another edge defenser, defenser, defender. Uh, Last year, he had six sacks and 38 pressures on 76% of the defensive snaps for the Steelers. So expect him to play more of the defensive snaps and get more sacks and pressures on that edge for the Steelers. I have the Steelers taking W's over the Browns, Jets, Falcons, and Panthers. I have them taking L's against the Bengals, Patriots, Browns, Bills, Buccaneers, Dolphins, Eagles, Saints, Colts, Ravens, and Raiders. Um, it's not really a not really a good year to be a Steelers fan. They are going to definitely have a down year. Um, I know a, many a year is that is said about the Steelers, but with Mitchell Trubisky at the helm, it is most definitely going to be a down year. It will be. Uh, it will be their head coach's first losing season, and that is what's going to happen. Next up, we got the Cincinnati Bengals. Quarterback Joe Burrow, running back Joe Mixon, wide receiver Jamar Chase, wide receiver T. Higgins, wide receiver Tyler Boyd, defensive back Eli Apple, and safety Vaughn Bell. Key rookies for the Bengals, Dax Hill, and key additions, tackle Lyle Collins, uh, Bengals, of course, still trying to improve that offensive line so Joe Burrow doesn't get killed. Bounce back candidate, tight end Hayden Hurst. He lost his spot to uh, rookie phenom Kyle Pitts while with the Falcons, and now he is with the Browns, and he looks to be getting some good targets with a good quarterback, um, one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL in smoking Joe Burrow, and he will have a bounce back season. 
We've got the Bengals taking W's over the Steelers, Cowboys, Jets, Dolphins, Ravens, Browns, Saints, Falcons, Panthers, Titans, and Patriots. And I've gotten got them taking L's against the Chiefs, Buccaneers, and the Bills. And that brings us to our final standings prediction for the 2022 AFC North season. Season coming in at number four. The Pittsburgh Steelers with a record of 4-13. and 13. Like I said, a down here coming for the Steelers. I feel sorry for any of you that are Steelers fans. Uh, it's not going to be a fun year for y'all. Coming in at number three, once again, the Cleveland Browns. Again, this is completely and 100% totally dependent on Deshaun Watson only serving a six-game suspension. I know that that is probably going to be uh, extended. I, it should be extended and it probably will be extended, but this currently is dependent upon only a six-game suspension, and that would have them with a 7-10 and 10 record. Coming in at number two, the Baltimore Ravens. 10-7 and seven record for the Ravens. They could be a wild-card team. Uh, just depends on how the rest of the AFC plays out. Um, but, again, they're not going to go far in the playoffs. They never will with Lamar Jackson at quarterback. And... Uh, so, yeah, just another above 500 season with nothing to show for it for the Baltimore Ravens. And, of course, the AFC North winner, your defending runner-up in the Super Bowl, the Cincinnati Bengals, with a record of 14-3. and They've only improved since last year, um, and they made it to the Super Bowl last year when nobody thought that they would. Um, I do think that the Bills are the better team this year, and they probably are my AFC pick for the Super Bowl, but you're going to have to listen to a future episode for the official pick. Um, but the Bengals will, of course, once again make it to the playoffs as the AFC North winner. So again, four the Steelers, four and thirteen; three the Browns, seven and ten; two the Ravens, ten and seven; and number one the Bengals, fourteen and three. And that will bring us to our ranking of the starting running backs of the NFL. So there is one rookie on this list when there probably should be more, but we haven't seen the rookies play. The only reason that one rookie is on the list is because there's no there's no reason, no other way another running back is going to be starting. I do have him very low. In fact, he is ranked number 32 just because we don't know what he's going to be as an NFL player. So just a heads up on that, as uh, as well as another player who was injured for all of last year and has not taken a single snap in the NFL. I still think he's going to be better than I do have him ranked, but we don't know for sure. So I do have him ranked lower than I actually think he will be. Um, but with all of that being said, let's jump right on into it with number 32, Brees Hall of the New York Jets. Like I said, we don't know what he's going to be in the NFL. That's honestly the only reason I have him ranked at number 32. I think number 31 will probably be worse than him, but we don't know for sure. So taking the safe bet, putting him at number 32, Brees Hall, the New York Jets. Number 31, Corderell Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons. Every year seems to be the bounce-back year for Corderell Patterson, and it never seems to turn out as the actual bounce-back year for Corderell Patterson. He will be getting a lot more work this year now that he has a quarterback not named Matt Ryan um, in Marcus Mariota. Unless the Falcons do do the smart thing and put Desmond Ritter in as their starting quarterback, um, they should probably run the ball a lot in order to limit the turnovers. Coming in at number 30, Chase Edmonds of the Miami 
Dolphins. Uh, they're they're saying two is the guy. So if two is the guy, that means they're and they've loaded up their wide receivers uh, for Tua in order to give him the best chance at being the guy. I still don't think he is the guy. I don't think he's going to be a viable starting quarterback in the NFL. And so far, he has shown us as much. Um, so. But this year, don't expect much from Chase Edmonds because they're they're going to be all out passing, trying to prove that Tua is the guy or is not the guy. 29, Marlon Mack, the Houston Texans. Another just meh running back. Um, like I said, most there are definitely more running backs on teams that aren't RB1s for those teams that are better than these bottom tier guys. But... I wanted to do one from each team. So Marlon Mack, number 29. Number 28, Devin Singletary. This is a team that is Josh Allen's team. It's it's a passing first offense, and uh, Josh Allen is one of, if not the best quarterback in the NFL, and uh, they are going to pass it more often than they are going to run it, but they're running back. He's still decent, but again, he's not going to get the rushing stats that other guys on this list are going to achieve. Number 27, Elijah Mitchell of the San Francisco 49ers. They're going to, basically, they're doing the same thing with Trey Lance that the Dolphins are doing with Tua Tungavailoa. Um, they're trying to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's it's Trey Lance's team now so it's sink or swim for Trey Lance and we'll see what happens there number 26 the guy that I have ranked lower than I think he will actually be because of missing all of last year Travis Etienne Jr. of the Jacksonville Jaguars I actually do think he's going to be a good viable running back in the NFL but again he did not get to play last year as he was hurt so he has not taken a single meaningful snap in the NFL he's still not going to take a meaningful snap as a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars but as long as he stays healthy this year he probably will be a top 20 star starting running back, but just to be safe, I do have him at 26. Coming in at number 25, Rashad Penny. This is another guy that's going to get a lot of work for the Seahawks because they have the worst starting quarterback in the NFL in Drew Locke. They are definitely tanking. It's not even. They're not even trying to hide it. It is blatant tanking coming from the Seahawks, and Rashad Penny is going to be getting a, a lot of work. Number 24, Damian Harris of the New England Patriots. Um, He's probably better than this ranking, but not by much, if any. He's he's a good, solid solid running back. They run a pretty similar offense to that of the Alabama Crimson Tide, and uh, he he should get some good yardage and a decent amount of touches in that backfield. Number 23, y'all are going to be surprised by this one, but I'm not. He should probably be lower. Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants. He is highly overrated, and he is the most injury-prone player in the NFL by a long shot, and he he, he's just he's very very overrated he's not as good as people think he is and he he very rarely stays on the field so that is why i have him ranked as low as i do don't expect him to be playing after week six if even earlier than that number 22 clyde edwards hilaire the kansas city chiefs a very good running back out of the backfield behind patrick mahomes but Patrick Mahomes' team. He's going to be running the offense. Patrick Mahomes is going to get most of the touches uh, as far as rushing goes, most likely. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is definitely a viable running back 
for the Chiefs. 21, David Montgomery of the Bears. Another guy that is probably going to get a plethora of touches because of having a garbage quarterback in Justin Fields. Um, David Montgomery, he's he's more of a power back, so run it up the middle and plow over some defenders, Mr. Montgomery. Coming in at number 20, pains me to say this, Ezekiel Elliott of the Dallas Cowboys. He is slowly declining, and just every year he gets worse and worse as he gets older, and that's pretty much what running backs do. They've got four or five good years, and then that's about it. There was a time in his career where he would have been number one on on this list and not even close to number two, but now he's all the way at number 20. Honestly, it was kind of a toss-up between him and Tony Pollard, but at this point, I will still give the nod to Ezekiel Elliott, um, even though Tony Pollard might be RB1 coming out of training camp. Coming in at number 19, James Conner of the Arizona Cardinals, another power back um, behind Mr. Kyler Murray. He, he's going to have some good touches and some good yardage and Probably double-digit touchdowns out of that backfield. Coming in at number 18, Cam Akers of the Rams, an unsung member of the Rams organization behind. You know, they've got that defense that is just insane. And then, you know, it's – it's he, he's good and he doesn't get the credit that he deserves because of the rest of the members on the team. And that happens, you know, that happens. Number 17, Leonard Fournette of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's still going to get a lot of receptions from Tom Brady, and he's also going to get a lot of rushing yards, and he'll probably be another guy with double-digit touchdowns. It would not surprise me if, you know, you combine his receiving touchdowns and rushing touchdowns at the end of the year, and he's got 15-plus of each. Not of each, I'm sorry, 15-plus combined. Uh, number eight. Nope, already did 18. Number 16, Antonio Gibson of the Washington Commanders, another running back. This one, the best out of the running backs that have garbage quarterbacks. He's going to get a lot of touches because Carson Wentz is garbage. Yes, they are trying to fix Carson Wentz, but they're going to find very quickly that you cannot fix Carson Wentz because he is just garbage and he should not be a starting quarterback in the NFL. So Antonio Gibson is going to get a lot of work. Number 15, Miles Sanders of the Philadelphia Eagles. This one, he's uh, he's pretty good. He's a pretty good running back. He's, he's about middle of the pack, and he's pretty good. He's going to get some yards. He's going to get some touchdowns. He's going to be pretty, pretty good. Number 14, probably going to play higher, but coming off of the ACL, not sure. J.K. Dobbins of the Baltimore Ravens. He is he's a very good running back. Hopefully, you know, he has he does have a good bounce back season after that ACL injury where he did not get to play at all last year. But before last year, he was a good running back and looks to continue to be a good running back this year. Number 13, Javante Williams of the Broncos. He has a very good quarterback now in Russell Wilson and no longer playing behind Drew Locke, so the offense will run better with Russell Wilson at the helm, which means Javante Williams will be running better getting the ball from Russell Wilson. Number 12, DeAndre Swift of the Lions. Swift is fast. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's he's another good running back. You know, we're getting close to the top 10, and really the all of these guys in the top 10 range we're pretty close, you know, the, the separation comes at the top five, top seven-ish. But uh, DeAndre Swift, another good running back coming from the north. Number 11, Aaron Jones of the Packers. 
Aaron Rodgers doesn't have many options to choose from as far as wide receivers go anymore outside of Lazard. So Aaron Jones will be getting a lot of receptions because Aaron Rodgers prefers people that he's played with for years over rookies and new signings. So expect Aaron Jones to be getting a plethora of touches from rushing attempts and receptions and another guy that will have, you know, double-digit touchdowns on the ground and, you know, five or six in the air. Number nine, I'm sorry, number 10, Najee Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He took a ding because of his quarterback, um, Mitchell Trubisky. But, you know, he's he's a, he's another running back. He can put the team on his back. He, he's going to win the Steelers a, a few of their games that they do win. If not all of the games that they do win, it'll be mostly because of him and their defense. Um, but Najee Harris is number 10. Number nine, Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. Another guy that's slowly declining, not nearly to the level of Ezekiel Elliott yet, but he's still, he's still a very viable option at the running back position. Uh, you can hand the ball to Josh Jacobs and feel good about where it's going to go. Number eight, Joe Mixon. It's crazy that the Bengals have one of the best quarterbacks and a top 10 running back, as well as, a spoiler alert for Monday's episode, one of the top two wide receivers in the NFL. They they just have a fantastic offense, and they've also improved their offensive line, which means that Joe Mixon will also have a better season this year. Number seven, Dalvin Cook of the Minnesota Vikings. He hasn't stayed healthy for an entire season in his career. Uh, you know, maybe that looks to change this year. I did say in Monday's episode that he will do that this year, and if he does, he might be higher on this list next year. But right now, I do have him number seven. When he is healthy, he is one of the best running backs, but he does take a ding for his injury proneness. Number six, Christian McCaffrey of the Carolina Panthers. The only reason he's not in the top five is, again, his injury proneness. When he's healthy and on the field, he is the best running back in the NFL. He's the best rushing running back. He's the best receiving running back. It's it's insane what Christian McCaffrey can do. But, again, he's injury prone, so I do have him just outside of the top five. If he can stay healthy for the full season this year, he'll probably be number one on this list next year. Number five, Austin Eckler of the Chargers. Los Angeles Chargers. I almost said San Diego Chargers. Um, he is making a name for himself. He started, you know, last year was his first year as RB1 for a full year, and uh, he, he showed us what he can do, and he is very, very good at the running back position, and he will probably improve this year, and he may even move further up this list come this time next year. Coming in at number four, Alvin Kamara of the New Orleans Saints. Uh, really an underrated guy. He is one of the best receiving running backs in the NFL. He's quick. He makes good cuts, and he uh, he knows what he, he's got a good football IQ. And you know you can you can generally expect a thousand plus yards on the ground and a good 500 600 receiving yards out of Kamara, and that is why he ranks number four. Coming in at number three, we have. Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans coming off of an injury year. He is getting old, so he may not stay healthy for a full year again this year. There was a time in his career where he would be number one on this list and number two wouldn't be anywhere close. But coming off the injury last year, you know, he is getting older, took the safe 
safe spot, put him at number three. He is still a great running back, one of the greats. He's, he's more than likely going to be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done, and you can you can still expect a good year from him, just maybe not as good as a year he would have given us in a time before. Coming in at number two, Nick Chubb of the Cleveland Browns. Nick Chubb is good. He's going to get a lot of yards and in the air and on the ground, and he is going to be a workhorse for the Cleveland Browns, especially while Deshaun Watson is out with his suspension, however long that might be. You can definitely expect 15-plus touchdowns from Nick Chubbs without the S. Coming in at number one, Jonathan Taylor of the Indianapolis Colts. He showed us what he can do and who he is, and not only is he you know, a top-tier running back. He is also a top-tier receiving running back. And that is going to come in handy for him with Matt Ryan at the helm starting this year because Matt Ryan is getting older. He probably doesn't have as much power in that arm as he used to, so look look for him to check it down to Jonathan Taylor when he needs to because Matt Ryan also has a very high football IQ as well as Jonathan Taylor and Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the NFL entering the 2022 season that will bring us to our random player of the episode quiz and in today's random player of the episode quiz he is a quarterback he is 25 years old over his career he has a 59.8 percent completion rate 10,624 passing yards, 54 touchdowns, and 52 interceptions. Not much of a rushing quarterback, so didn't bother putting his rushing stats on here. Not giving you the team, because obviously with a quarterback, that would give it away. But yeah, quarterback, 25 years old. His name is Sam Darnold. So if you guessed Sam Darnold, congratulations. Good job. Your prize, as always, a thumbs up. Good job to those of you that guessed Sam Darnold. Make sure you join us on Monday's episode where we will preview the NFC West as well as giving my top 32 wide receivers rankings. It'll be, uh, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to go just wide receiver ones like I did with RB1s for today, but uh, we'll see come Monday what I decide upon. And as always, you can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeart, Stitcher, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find this podcast. So make sure you drop a follow on your podcast service of choice so that you can be notified when a new episode drops. Like, rate, subscribe, give us a five-star rating and a review, and I will read it on the show as well as give you a shout-out. But until next time, I've been Troy. Y'all been awesome. Peace, love, and rock and roll. I'm out. Bye.